Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2422. Team up with the person against the problem by Keith Wilson of keithwilsoncounseling.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hello and welcome to another bonus Sunday episode where I share an article from one of the other podcasts in our network. Today's post comes from Optimal Relationships Daily, where articles covering all types of relationships are read to you every day. So with that, Let's hear this one from Greg as we optimize your life. Team Up with the Person Against the Problem by Keith Wilson of keithwilsoncounseling.com If you get the opportunity to work with your loved one to vanquish the problem, don't mistake this opportunity for the problem itself. You could blow your chance because of the presence of your own problem. Let's say your husband has not been able to keep it in his pants. He's flirted with others, cheated on you, and generally made a mess of things. Now, you're sitting in a restaurant, having a nice meal. He leans over to you and says, See that woman over there? I'm going to have a hard time keeping my eyes off of her. Before you lose your lunch, be glad he's telling you this. He's telling on his problem. He's trying to enlist you in a fight against it. He's not just a hound dog who will never change. What he's exhibiting is a sign of progress. At the core of every problem is a piece that ain't ever going away, nor should it. There are people who are addicted to physical intimacy because human beings are attracted to other human beings. That's also why we have passion. There are people who are compulsive gamblers because it's thrilling to take chances. That's also why there's bravery. There are people who are addicted to narcotics because human beings want to escape ordinary life. That's also why there's fun. There are people who are verbally and physically aggressive because human beings want to make their ideas prevail. That's also why there's leadership. The problem should not be confused with these core qualities. The problem has taken these qualities hostage and made them its slave. Getting back to our example, I left you at a restaurant beginning to lose your appetite. The problem, 
is not the attraction your husband has to other human beings who aren't you. The problem is what he's done with it. What he used to do with it was handle it on his own. Back then, he would see a beautiful woman and he'd be all over her. But if you asked him what he was doing, he would say he didn't notice she was there. He did this because he was ashamed. Maybe he also had a farcical desire to protect you. Feeling shame never helped anyone do better. Shame drives people underground, and trying to protect you by keeping secrets from you gave you the indigestion you're feeling now. So, what should you do if he says he finds another woman attractive? Well, if you admire her, you should say you think she's beautiful too. If you don't, then in the most uncatty way possible, say, why? The idea is to take this dangerous situation, this bomb that's about to go off, and diffuse it. Turn it into an ordinary occurrence, and it'll stop being something special. You can also praise him for being aware and getting help for his triggers. This is what we counselor types try to teach addicts to do all the time. We don't try to teach an alcoholic to pretend that they're not near a liquor store. That's not possible. But we do teach them to notice when they're walking towards a liquor store. The problem is not that they notice liquor stores. The problem is that they walk in them without thinking through what they're doing. The more aware of their preoccupations they are, the less preoccupied they will be. Then we teach them to get help. Never handle a trigger alone. You might not be the best person for him to confess his triggers to. Hearing him say he finds another woman attractive, even if it's just a stranger across the room, may just be too much for you. That's what your upset stomach is trying to say to you. The hurt from what he did before is still too raw. The memory makes you want to puke. If that's the case, then this is how his problem possesses you and becomes your problem. You're being triggered when he says he's being triggered. At the core of your problem is a piece that ain't ever going away, nor should it. You're jealous because relationships matter and can be threatened by bad choices. That's also why we have fidelity. Your problem should not be confused with this core quality. The problem has taken your fidelity hostage and made it its slave. Don't try to pretend that you're not jealous. That's not possible. But do notice what you're doing when you're jealous. The problem is not that you're jealous. The problem is when your jealousy prevents you from teaming up with the person to fight the problem that's making you jealous. The more aware of your preoccupations you are, the less preoccupied you will be. If you can't do this, get help. Your husband needs help because he won't be getting it from you. You need to help because you're being triggered. Never handle a trigger alone. You just listened to the post titled, Team Up With The Person Against The Problem, by Keith Wilson of keithwilsoncounseling.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility 
at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Therapists everywhere in this episode, huh? Wow. Now, this has been a great post by Keith as per usual. And it's really reminded us of a hard truth that we all need to keep in mind when it comes to fighting battles of our own or fighting battles as a couple. And that is the fact that our feelings can't be silenced in the moment. Our thoughts and feelings appear, and any chance of changing them from appearing would have to be fine-tuned over time. What's far more important than what pops into our minds is the behavior that we pair with it. There is no shame in having troubling thoughts nor is there shame in not being able to muscle them out. But we often think there is. This very fight we get into with ourselves only accentuates shame and creates a new network of those troublesome self-destructive thoughts. Focus more on being open and accepting of thoughts and controlling your behavior instead, because that's much more possible to control, not to mention much more practical. This can be hard in relationships because, of course, Yeah, we'd love to think that our partners don't have any thoughts that could possibly stand to compromise our bonds with them. But they often do. It's human nature. Being realistic about this and addressing it as a team early on with pride put to the side, that is one of the best, best, best practices a couple can engage in. So with that, we're going to wrap up for today, dear friends. Hopefully this episode gave you something to think about and will help you to bring some good change to your relationship with yourself and your relationship with others. And do be sure to come on back tomorrow where I will have another post for you, another opportunity to enhance your relationships. That's where your optimal life awaits.